Hi, this is Leanne Walters, and I'm your host for Design Ease, the podcast about designing a life that you want to live in. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you for coming here to my podcast, Design Ease. Settle in. Welcome. I uh, hope that uh, you can't hear my son in the background. I've asked him to not talk the whole time he plays Fortnite, Um, but I can hear him, so he's not listening. Uh, But thank you for coming. Um, I hope that the last two episodes you didn't already listen to because apparently I had forgot to adjust my audio after making some edits. And thank you to my dedicated listener um, for telling me that there was like a two minute gap between my intro and my start. And I probably shouldn't tell you that I've edited them and redone them. If you haven't listened to them, please listen to them now. They are much better. Uh, Otherwise, sorry about wasting your time. That's actually a really, (laughs) ironically, I really try to get to it in this podcast because I don't want to waste your time. Like I'm so grateful that you come here and you spend your time with me and you give me 20 minutes of your life or sometimes if I ramble, maybe a little bit longer. Um, So it's kind of ironic in the fact that that's a big thing for me when I'm talking here, I try not to ramble. And I literally gave you two minutes of space. Space is a good thing in design. As a matter of fact, ease, this is so ironic as I talk this out, ease, if you do, if you look up the definition of ease, one of the definitions of it is the space around the page. And I always found that kind of ironic because in design, space is actually what gives you time to appreciate everything in the room. And so like the actual channeling of space in design is what creates the feeling in a room. Depending on how you work that space is how people flow through it. You know, if you want people to transition through a space quickly, you don't put a lot of literature, you know, in airports and stuff. It's like big words because people are traveling quickly. Anyways, ironically, I gave you guys a whole bunch of space to find yourself in at the beginning of my show, which is probably not the best time to for dead space. So if any of you tuned out, I've changed the episodes, apologize. Long story short, I'm going to really try and focus on not rushing through things. Because sometimes I, I can literally hear my kid talking behind me. This is just annoying. One second, please. Okay, summer is almost over. So, it is August now, and I was um, berry picking, blueberry picking. We didn't get many Saskatoon berries this year. No, what everybody else, but we had very little moisture when the Saskatoon berries needed it. And I think they didn't really flower where we live. So we have a lot of blueberries and I walk in the forest every morning and I think I better pick these blueberries before they're gone. Like before the bear comes and eat them before, you know, the heat, you know, makes them evaporate. 
And so I got up and I was going to go berry picking. And the first thing that I saw in the morning was there was a porcupine eating the sunflower seeds and the little corn on the cobs in front of our tree. Well, actually, I couldn't really tell if it was a porcupine or a cat because it was like five in the morning and it was just a big black blob. And so I pulled my phone out to take a picture. And ironically, iPhones actually brighten up the outdoors now when you take a photo like it literally looked like the sun was up when I took the picture and then I could see clearly in the photo all the little feathers of the porcupine and it's funny too how you know you can see things better in pictures you know a lot of times when I'm working with clients in the showroom I will actually take a picture of what we're looking at because it clears out the noise and it just allows you to see the actual image as opposed to all of the information that's happening around you in the room. It can really actually help you see what you're looking at as opposed to feel what you're looking at. And anyways, I thought it was really ironic how the phone could see the porcupine better than my actual eyes were. So I got up and I went for a walk and walked the trails. I had a couple of things in my hands, just making sure the porcupine had cleared out. And uh, I picked some peas in my garden. Man, I have a lot of peas this year. And I wandered into the woods and I noticed that there wasn't a lot of raspberries. And there's always a lot of raspberries. First you come into the forest, there's raspberries, grass, more raspberries. And then the blueberries are like around the corner. So I was kind of getting some anxiety thinking like, what if I was too late? What if I missed my opportunity to pick the berries? Like what if the porcupine, because porcupines eat they eat Sasquatch bones. That's a whole other story, but porcupines eat berries and along with the seeds. So I was thinking maybe the porcupine came through and I was kind of getting anxiety thinking like, are these blueberries going to be gone? I was very stressed about these blueberries. And then it came around the corner and then there was like millions of blueberries. Like there's blueberries beyond blueberries. Like there's our path and then you can like walk in and it's like, so there's so many blueberries you can't stop picking the blueberries and I was like sweating because I was dressed for the morning but now the sun had come up and because I'd picked some peas and gone on this walk and so now it's like 8 30 and I'm wearing two layers because of the mosquitoes and I'm sweating picking as many blueberries as I can because you can't stop like there's like hanging bundles of delicious jewels around you and I had a thought I was just thinking like what if what if every blueberry was a million dollars? Like, would I take the time to pick the berry and plant it in the sea, in the dirt, and get the trees to grow so I could, like, make that multiply? Like, what if I could see the millions in every seed? And then I thought, well, like, what if my ideas are like these blueberries. Like I have millions and millions of ideas and they're like fruit that I'm leaving hanging on the vine. And my anxiety is, is that I'm not going to do anything with these things before, you know, the porcupine comes and eats it or before I run out of time. You know, even as a woman, we feel like our time is limited, you know, or we're always talking about our biological clocks and there's like these time frames that we can do things in. And, and I think that the anxiety walking around that trail is kind of what we carry around with us, you know, with those ideas. And then I thought, what, what if, 
we realize that the fruit's always going to be there. You know, like that anxiety that I had coming around the corner, thinking that the moose or the deer or the bear or whatever, we're going to eat all of this fruit. Like the reality is, is there's so much fruit out there. There's so much it's unlimited, like these juicy little sacks are hanging there for me. And then they're going to show up again next year. And and the year after and the year after, I mean, obviously, we have to be a steward of our forest. And we have to like, take care of it. But I don't think the ideas are going to go away. You know, sometimes I really struggle with how to organize my ideas because I have little pieces of paper everywhere, literally have different notebooks and journals. And I'm trying to track like, is this a personal journaling moment or is this a podcast moment or is this an interior design thing that I'm doing? So I have different I have things floating around my office. And, and I think, what am I doing with these ideas and how do I get them? You know, how do I get the fruit to market? And I think what we, what, <laughs> whoa, that, that's, that's, that's a lot, right? Like, I think that's a lot to carry around and we're worried about others taking things from us. And like, I think that that's the wrong energy. And I thought, what if, what if we looked at these seeds, each little seed, like each berry that I pick, is the million dollars that it is. Because truthfully, if I took a single blueberry, I could turn it into a blueberry field, and I could turn that blueberry field into a blueberry farm, and I could turn that blueberry farm into a blueberry empire, right? So if I leave the fruit on the vine, I have to deal with the anxiety that it's out there. But if I start picking and seeing each berry and I watch and I tend to it and I water it, what, what could I get out of that? So that's what I wanted to bring out today. I just wanted to think about the tree that is in every seed. And if you don't think that you're full of seeds, I challenge you there. You know, I was talking to my friend about, we were talking about drinking after, after work. And she mentioned that her husband had gone away and she was drinking a beer, you know, maybe five of the seven days. And she thought, hmm, that's odd. And he came home and she wasn't drinking the beer anymore. And she thought, well, maybe that means that I really enjoy his company. I'm not trying to take away from your husband and like, that's great. But I said, well, I wonder if there's something else going on for you at that moment, just like as what's going on for me. And when your husband's home, you have company to sit, you know, for us, it's sit and watch Netflix, but for other families, it can be whatever that thing that you do after dinner, but it's like that waiting time. You know, when my son was little, it was really important that we were all together, you know, from dinner to 7.30. It was like we were just making it through, you know, bedtime and bath time and dinner time and cleanup time. I mean, those 
when they're toddlers, those times are really, you actually need it. Like there's no way you can be gone. But I think as our kids grow, we kind of stick around feeling like we're needed, but we're doing things compromising. Like we're all sitting around watching the same show that maybe we all don't want to watch. And at that time of the night, I tend to feel a lot of anxiety. And that's when I want to do things that are bad habits for me whether it be online shop instead of paying attention to Fortnite happening or whether it be having a drink or eating food that I know I don't need to be eating. Like I don't need to be eating chips at eight o'clock at night when I've just had a big dinner. But I think it's like that soul contract. You're like, well, if I don't get to have what I want, then this is the thing that I'll have instead. And so my hope, my thing that I've been working on is when I feel that tension in my chest or when I feel the desire to do the thing that I know that I don't normally do, or even when I notice that I'm doing the thing that it feels a void, it's the thing that I'm doing instead of the thing that I possibly really want to do. Sorry, I talk with my hands. <laughs> so I hit the microphone there. You know... <laughs> I think also we tend to distract ourselves. You know, it's like really easy for me to go and do laundry instead of sitting here in my office at the computer and sitting with my ideas and working through those ideas. And like distractions are like the death of your ideas, right? Like Netflix can get in the way. I was literally watching Netflix before I recorded today because my son wanted breakfast. He wanted some crepes and those take a while. So I put on my show and then I thought, oh, I'll finish my show. It tricks you into it. And then, and then you, you almost hit next. And I'm literally sitting in front of my computer, in front of my microphone, watching a show, waiting for it to end, waiting to do the thing that I really want to do, distracting myself. And I think the ideas, the ideas are you know, hope and belief, you know, our soul, like the, the part of you that woke up as a child and, and wanted to run free and, and wanted to do whatever that thing was that you wanted to do. It's still in there. Like whether you were watching the whales or whether you love to play outside, that part of you is still inside of you. And these ideas that you have, they're like hopes and beliefs that there's a better way. And the, those are the berries. Those are the seeds. And it's all you have to do is decide that one of them is better than the alternative, which is sitting on the couch and doing nothing for me. You know, whatever that thing is, that whatever that time is where you're making a compromise, that's the death of your ideas. That's like when you chose to put the, the blueberry in the garbage instead of putting it in the dirt. So it's important. Like it's so important. It's like your soul is calling out to you. We make these deals that we don't know the answer or like if we could be like, if I could have a half million dollars in my bank account, 
Then I could have all of these things paid off. And that's when I get to do the thing that I really want to do. I also think sometimes we have these things that get in our way that are like overwhelm. Like if I saw the blueberries and I was really stressed out about how I was going to get the farm off the ground, I wouldn't enjoy the steps in between. And I think all of those pieces of paper and all the ideas and all the things that are floating around in my head, I don't think all of them are good. (laughs) I think all of them are something. And, you know, I think it was Ed Sheeran who said when he sat down to write music, he wasn't amazing at it, but he had to play through the bad. And it's, it's a, it's funny because I actually just realized like I, I have a piano and I don't play it when people are home. And the reason I don't play it when people are home is, is like, it's the personification of my mistakes. Like you can hear if you make a mistake when you're playing music, but if you never practice, if you never play through the mud, if I never sit down and I never relearn to play the piano, which I could play when I was 12, I'm never going to be able to play the piano. And so if I don't want to let people hear the bad stuff, then I'm never going to get to the good stuff. So do you want to allow the working through the bad stuff stop you from getting to the good stuff. Like maybe you have to plant a million seeds before one of them is the one that turns into the berry farm. Are you willing to taste all of the bad fruit to just sample it? Be open to new flavors, be open to new ideas, be open to different ways of doing things I think that is going to open up your heart. Because <laughs> that's what happened to me. I was really, really stuck. And I was stuck in my head. And ironically, it was my voice that I needed to use to free myself. I think like we spend so much time hiding our truth being like a version of ourselves that we think everybody else wants us to be. And I don't even know when we made that contract. Like possibly you made that contract long before the person in that relationship understood that that contract existed. Like, I mean, you brought the contract into the relationship or into the friendship or whichever it may be, the work environment. You know, I showed up at my work willing to work way harder than I was being paid for which works really good if you're being rewarded for that and you see yourself working up the ladder, like do your job to the fullest and best ability. I a hundred percent think that that's what you should do, but there is a moment where you can be like, Oh, my ability outshines what I'm doing. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to float up. And that's all I'm here for. I'm here for leveling up. I'm here for conversations about growth. I read a thing the other day that was like, millionaires don't stand around and talk about other people. They talk about ideas. That's what I want to do. I want to help you and myself turn the berries into the millions.
and create a life that we want to live in. And I think choosing to do things that you are capable of continuing to do and showing up every single day is the difference between success and failure. You know, it's the people who keep showing up and keep coming back for more that are going to be successful, not necessarily the most talented people because it's grit, you know, it's working out that same muscle. It's not showing up once or twice or three times and running a marathon that's actually not going to change anything about your life or your physique or your health. But if you showed up every single day and you ran for 10 minutes, that's going to make a difference in your life. So try to put baby steps out in front of yourself and grow from those. Try not to put the whole farm in front of you and choose not to plant the berry. And taste the juice of life. This is such a funny, silly thing. You know, suffering is in our heads for the most part. You know, if I had a million dollars in my bank account right now, this experience wouldn't be any different. Just as much as we can create our own happiness. Now, I know There's places that are on fire and that's a different kind of suffering. And I'm not trying to make light of that. I just think that there's a space in our heart and a place in our head that we can find more peace and we can have curious wonder about this world around us. And we should all take a moment to go find some berries in the forest and see what those taste like and make sure they're not poisonous. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for coming and listening to me ramble on about this interesting world that we're in. I am making more strides towards this community and this podcast. The Facebook page is having tweaks made to it. So there's going to be a Facebook group. You can join. Um, I will have a link to it in the show notes once it's ready and on Instagram. And if you can please leave us five stars and a review on any of the pages. Um, It helps us lead in the ratings. You can go to hello at leannewalters.com. If you want to get a hold of me, you can email me and um, you can find me on Instagram at leannewaltersdesign. Have a good summer. I cannot believe it's two weeks until we go back to school, but I'm very excited to not have Fortnite playing behind me while I record these episodes and to have more time to create and have more fruit to give out to this world because it's actually just the best thing. It feels better than watching Netflix. I love you all. Have a good one.